the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey there, it is Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Hey, we're pumped to talk to Dr. Brian Chappell, Unlimited Grace. Again, you can hear Unlimited Grace Monday through Friday on Faith Talk Atlanta, 5.30 in the morning and 9 p.m. A few years back, Dan and I had a chance to sit down with Dr. Chappell and chat. And uh, hey, Doc, how are you doing? I am doing very well. Thank you. Now living closer to you, apparently, Rick. So uh, that's the Lord's uh, good work in our lives. <laughs> I I love that view. That's a great office. Yeah, thank you. Well, um, I had nothing to do with it other than move <laughs> to it. <laughs> yeah, I wondered because you were in Illinois, and then when I saw the the window there, I thought surely there's got to be some snow out there or something. But then you said you're in Lawrenceville, and we just don't get snow here anymore for some reason. So although we may get it Saturday, there's yeah, Saturday or, Saturday or Sunday, I think. Crazier things but have that's happened. Right. So hey, I mean, the Bulldogs won, so crazier things have happened. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, we, hey, were, we were pastoring in, in Illinois for the last decade and then just recently have made a made a move to uh, uh, work with the larger church uh, from Atlanta headquarters. So anyway, we, we, we loved being at the historic Grace Presbyterian Church in Illinois. That's that's a I think we celebrated over 150 years while I was wow. there. Wow. And uh, I hadn't been there for all of those years, but I was there for the last <laughs> And uh, but now now here and trying to trying to help with a, a larger body and and that's that's a blessing. Awesome. How how cool is that to celebrate 150 years? That that was very cool. And you just say uh, the Lord could do it. Uh, somehow I've had the privilege of, of pastoring churches that uh, that have age on them. I don't. I don't <laughs> but uh, the the first church I ever pastored out, out of uh, seminary was was uh, in its first hundred and fifty years. It only had three pastors. Can you believe that? No. Wow. Oh, no. So Man. It, it, uh, it was established by a Scottish missionary, Re- Reverend Wiley, and the the next per- It was the first Presbyterian church in the Indiana Territory. So before Illinois was a state. Wow. It was the first Presbyterian church in the Indiana Territory. That was Reverend Wiley. He was followed by uh, Smiley, and he was <laughs> followed by Stewart. So Wiley, Smiley, and Stewart. Wow. Like a, a Scottish law firm. <laughs> yeah, <it does>. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and they were the first, I mean, 50-year guys. You know, each wow. of them had roughly a 50-year stint at that church. That's and crazy. I, I did not stay 50 years, but I had a great experience there. Awesome. Well, wow. you mentioned about pastors. Your sweet spot is, uh, you have so many sweet spots, but to minister to pastors and to build them up. I would like to talk to you about that in just a few. But uh, we want folks to listen to you and watch you. You can go to unlimitedgrace.com. You've got a a 365-day daily devotional out. It's Daily Grace. Why 365 to start off with? Well, every day of the year, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there's opportunity yeah. to have, here we are at New Year, and people often think about resolutions. And one of the things I recognize is if you think that the reason that you're going to be uh, reading your Bible more or doing daily vo- devotions is to somehow bribe God to be nice to you, that's not mm-hmm. going to last very long. <laughs> yep. But if what you say is this is this is 
bread to my soul. I, I get to pray to the God of the universe and he listens to me and he conforms all things to good by my prayers. And I get to read his word and understand how greater his blessings to his people across all. If, if you perceive it as bread, not a bribe, uh, it's it's going to be a lot better for your soul. And mm-hmm. you're going to be a lot more willing to keep coming. So as you keep coming, my goal was to give people daily encouragements of how the grace of God is at work in our lives. And uh, my my intention is just to give people that encouragement. And uh, Salem was just great to provide the opportunity for for a book that's a- actually it's it's the the best covered book I've ever had. It's <laughs> beautiful. Look at that. It, it it really is. It's just a beautiful book. And if you felt it, you see it's got all kinds of texture to it. Mm. It's almost like there's something good in here. That's. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, tell tell us a little bit. What can folks expect as they get into it? Uh, what what kind of things have you put in there? Because surely that's not something that just popped up, uh, you know, in a couple of days that you that you threw together. It's you, something that you spent time on. So tell us what folks can expect. Well, thank you, Dan. You know, in in that early church, and by the way, whenever you're a pastor and you think back to your early churches, you always want to go back to apologize to those people. Say, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just learning, but. Um, you know, in, in that first church, honestly, I I was a young man and, as I said, a historic church and far out of my depth. And things got so tough so early. You know, in that part of Illinois where we were, the main industry was coal mining. Mm-hmm. And uh, soon after I arrived in this historic church, large church, historic church, the Environmental Protection Agency changed the standards for coal that could be marketed in the United States. And within months of my arrival, there were literally thousands of people out of work in the county surrounding our church hmm. uh, because they couldn't market the coal anymore. And if you can just imagine if if jobs and income are plummeting, yeah. um, you can well imagine the dynamics in people's homes, what's right. rising almost as quickly, you know, right. yep. divorce, abuse, anger, adultery. You know, people will medicate any way they can. Yeah. And I thought I knew what to do. I would stand in the pulpit every week and I would say to people who were struggling with depression and abuse, and I would say, no, now listen, folks, stop it. Now just stop it. It says right here in the Bible, you're not supposed to be drunk. It says right here in the Bible, you're not supposed to hit your wife. She's an heir together with you of the grace of life. You, you, you can't do that. Love her as you love the church. So just stop it. And if you're depressed, well, just stop it. I mean, it says here, you know, rejoice in the Lord. And yeah. and I said, stop it so often. I couldn't stand me anymore. Huh. And even though I was a young pastor, I said to my wife, I can't do this anymore. And we prepared to leave the ministry. And what the Lord did in my life was brought a wonderful man who, who he began to explain. You know, Brian, the Bible is not just a book of rules. It's the grace of God unfolding for people who do not deserve it. They're such a mess. And yet God prepared a Messiah for them. Hmm. And as obvious as that is to me now, it was totally revolutionary then that I could say to people, you know, it's not just that you're a mess, but look at this word of God. If God could use people as messed up as them, maybe he's got a plan for you. Hmm. And and suddenly the grace of God, I, I, I began to watch people have hope again. Hmm. But it wasn't just other people who needed to know that God could use messed up lives. There was a pastor who believed he was a mess and had failed in this historic church. Even I wasn't even out of my 20s, and I believed that I had failed. And the message that God can, 
can take a messed up life and his grace can put you on a different path and he can bless you beyond your deserving uh, gave me hope again, too. Yeah. And what what this daily grace is trying to do is just say to people, you know, the grace of God is greater than your sin, greater than your failures. And why don't you just start with some grace this day mm-hmm. and, and be encouraged because the joy of the Lord is your strength. That's in the Bible. Yeah. And God said it for a reason, because if we're just if we're just trying to bribe the ogre in the sky to be nice to us or, you know, plug the vending machine in the sky to give us some blessing, you know, we're, we're going to give up on God. Yeah. But if we say he's there for me, he doesn't quit. And his grace is greater than all my sin and failure and hopelessness. Then then we'll keep coming and we'll be strengthened for all the trials that have to come in a broken world till Christ returns. Hmm. Love that. Dr. Brian Chappell, Unlimited Grace. You can hear him Monday through Friday here at Faith Talk Atlanta. We're talking about the new 365 day devotional daily grace. Uh, Doc, uh, so many pastors out there, uh, no matter what the age, right, 20s, 30s, and beyond, still struggle with that whole thing. And especially mm-hmm. with going through COVID and job loss and, and health issues, some church churches have closed down. Uh, what message would you give them? I'm sure that's grace, right? Well, it is grace, but you have to you have to deal with the realities of the moment and tell people, now, guys, I, you know, before we went on air here, we were just saying, you know, I, my job has changed recently. So I've gone from pastoring one church to being responsible for 2000 churches. That's, that's my job. Right. <laughs> no <now>. pressure. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> but, but that reality is that I deal with lots of pastors who for the first time in their ministries, no matter what decision they make about certain things like masks or nurseries or so no matter what decision they make there's a group of people in the church mad at them yeah mm-hmm. yeah and and they've been through that and actually our own studies tell us you know that we have for the first time and you've read these things by by barnes he looks at pastors right now he says you know roughly 20 percent of pastors are going to leave the church within the next two years 50 percent he started out saying 30 percent now he's saying roughly 50 percent are deciding if they will continue beyond that wow. just because and and the people who are dropping off are at the two ends of the age spectrum. So you, you've got older pastors who said, you know, I, I gave my life to these people and they're they're I've never seen them so mad at me. I, I'm just not I just can't take this anymore. Yeah. And I can retire and I'm going on. But the other group that's leaving is the young pastors who said, you know, I studied hard and I prepared for this, but I never knew that people could be this mean Mm -hmm. or or this upset. And I'm not going to put my family through this for the rest of our lives. And so you've got the the two ends of the age spectrum moving away. And for those people, you have to say, listen, it it really is tough. And it's going to be tough while COVID lasts. But the grace of God means this. You may do well, you may do poorly. But your God is there for you, and your identity is in Christ, not what people say about you. Your identity is in Christ. God treasures you as much as he does his own child because you are his own child. You you have the identity of Jesus Christ clothed in his righteousness before Father God. And you, you may have gotten discouraged and battered and hurt, but God knows the truth about what you're trying to do. And his identity through Christ is your identity. You are treasured. So you, you have to, I mean, every pastor knows that. But in the, in the midst of the battle and the heat mm-hmm. and the pressure, it, it kind of pushes away the truth and you face just the, the reality of the hurt. And so what we have to say is, 
Listen, clothe yourself in the realities of the word of God. His grace is there for you. His love is there for you. You are his treasured child. What you say to people is true. Hmm. And you need to claim it, Pastor, for this for this hard time. Guys, it's, it's just true. Uh, pastors are leaving. This is a large denomination. We, we've, we've had at least one pastor take his life out of COVID mm-hmm. depression and despair. And God is going to take us through this. But it comes when we say, whatever people say, God knows the truth. God knows the truth. And whatever you're feeling, you are treasured by him. Hmm. That's so good, Dr. Chapel. Dr. Brian Chapel, uh, Unlimited Grace, Monday through Friday at Faith Talk Atlanta. We're talking about the uh, the new 365-day devotional. It's called Daily Grace, and you can get it at unlimitedgrace.com. I believe I saw it on the uh, Faith Talk Atlanta website, where it's a part of the book of the month as, as well. So uh, check that out, and uh, it'll encourage you 365 days. All right, I hate to put this pressure on you. Your favorite days of that daily devotional. If you wind <laughs> Dr. Chapel up, He's going to preach that page. Well, one of my uh, favorite experiences that I refer to often, and uh, do you often have people's phone ring in the middle of the interview? Oh, yeah, all the time. All the time. time. We have cats running around. We have kids running around. Yeah, everything. (laughs) Um, You know, I I think of the time that I needed a lot of grace. I I remember I was uh, on my way to – college, a university I had never visited, a town I'd never been to. And I was all excited about going to college. And my dad was driving me to college. And, um, you know, as we got closer and closer, I got quieter and quieter in the car. And I can remember him just pulling off to the side of the highway and saying to me, you're scared, aren't you? And I said, you, you bet I'm, I'm feeling this. And he said, he, he stopped, turned the engine off. And he said, Now, you listen to me. I don't know if you'll do well or if you'll do poorly at that school. But I'm your father and you're my son. And nothing's going to change that. Mm -hmm. And there will always be a place for you in my home. And uh, now that didn't take all the trials away, but it gave me confidence for them. Right. And what God is saying and doing for us is he's saying, I don't, I don't know whether you do well or poor. he does know, actually, we yeah. don't know whether we yeah. will do well or poorly in this life. But God says, no matter what, you're my child. Mm-hmm. And you know that came to fruition when I took my daughter to college and she was bouncing off the walls and happy and go lucky. And, you know, my wife and I were getting ready to leave her off and she didn't act like she was sad about that at all. <laughs> and and I, I said to her at one point, I, I, as we were leaving, I said, now, now listen, I, I don't know whether you'll do well or poorly, but you'll always be my daughter and there'll always be a place for you. My own. And she's, she began to cry and she said, oh, dad, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I know it's not fair. It's grace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's that grace that I want to tell people every day of their lives is their strength and their hope and their joy that God is giving them so they can endure a troubled world. And whether they do well or whether they do poorly in man's eyes, they know that they are treasured by God. Mm. Unlimitedgrace.com is a place to go uh, that you can get the book. Again, you can find the information at faithtalkatlanta.com. Great, great book to pick up, pick up for friends and family as well, um, just to share that grace. And and as Dr. Uh, Chapel said earlier, 
don't do it to to gain favor with God. Do it because it's like the bread of life. And uh, I asked, you know, I, I lead a, a, a group of high school kids and we were talking about trying to get in the Bible more, you know, the things that we say at the beginning of the year, I'm going to read the Bible more and I'm going to do this. And I, I, I asked, why, why do you want to do it? Is it because you're trying to gain favor with God or you feel like you have to check it off a list or are you doing it for a, a reason that's much more wholesome inside that you, that you just want to dig into what God really says? And it's a good question to ask ourselves, I think. Don't you think, Dr. Chappell? Oh, so much so. I mean, we talk about these things, reading the Bible, praying, going to church. I mean, it's actually got a name in the history of the church. It's, they are called the means of grace. You know, yeah. these are mean, and sadly, what people hear in their brains is means to grace. This is what mm-hmm. you got to do to get some of that grace stuff. Right. Well, if you had to earn it, it wouldn't be grace. Yeah. Instead, what we're, what we're saying, these are means of being blessed by the grace of God. Not, not that you're earning it, but here's how he wants you to treasure him. So we, we, I mean, I just think of a little thing like, like prayer. And at the end of each of these little devotions, there's a, there's a short prayer that you can say just an arrow up to God that morning and ask for his blessing in your life. And I think, you know, what, what is prayer? I mean, that, that wonderful passage in Romans, that is all things work together for good. And we forget mm. it starts with, but we don't know how to pray. So yeah. the Holy Spirit intercedes for us with groanings deeper than we can utter. And God then intercedes to work all things together for good. And I think, I don't even know how to pray. Why does God want me to pray? And and I compare it to um, my mom who used to decorate cakes. And, you know, you glop in the icing and that icing syringe. And on the oh, other yeah. end, decorator tip that makes things beautiful. I think... Well, my prayers are like the glop that's going in the certain, <laughs> but the Holy Spirit is like the designer tip. And when I pray, the Holy Spirit is not only making my prayers beautiful to God, but God is going to work all things together for good because of those prayers. And that's that's in, in, God is bending the universe in such a way that my life, everything in it is going to work together for good as a consequence of prayers where I don't even know how to pray. I'm 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 offering up glop and God is offering up grace. And, wow. and that's that's the blessing when we pr- when we pray that way. We're not trying to earn God's affection. Right. We're we're just relishing the beauty and the privilege of the grace of God. There's the name of your next book, Glop to Grace by Dr. Brian Chappell. <laughs> I was going to say that's a great quote. I'm going to I'm going to uh, I'm going to start using that and I'll yeah. give the doc credit for a little while anyway. And then I'll just <laughs> I'll just say from Glop to Grace. That is a great title. Yeah. Dr. Brian Chappell, Unlimited Grace. Check out the book. It's uh, the new 365 day devotional book. It's called Daily Grace 2022. Are, are you traveling uh, any uh, much, uh, a lot, uh, ministering as you did in the years past this year, or are you focused right there where you are? No, traveling, traveling a lot. But what, of course, is off the table is the international travel right now. Mm, yeah. The, uh, you know, we were this last um, August supposed to be in China for the Hong Kong Bible Conference. About a quarter million people come to that every year. Wow. But not this year. So and now we've rescheduled for 2023, but we'll have to see if either COVID or the Chinese government allows that to occur. But pray, Chinese Christians are facing a lot of pressure right now, yes. great difficulty. And we we I'm, I'm just amazed at the courage and faithfulness of those who live for Christ in such difficult circumstances. But uh-huh. privileged to preach to them when the Lord provides that opportunity. Hmm. 
Yeah, yesterday we talked with Joshua Youssef, who uh, is the founder of Help the Persecuted. We were talking about the church in Afghanistan, and it's the same. Uh, they're trying to get Christians uh, taken care of uh, to save their lives, and it's it's rough goings. Uh, yeah. You know, so our prayers with the Chinese uh, church and and with the church, you know, worldwide. Doc, we appreciate you so much. Thank you for your time. Uh, we'd love to come see you. You're just around the corner. Check out the new daily devotional. Uh, yeah, check out the show as well, Unlimited Grace on Faith Talk Atlanta. Go to unlimitedgrace.com. we got to take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 